0: Welcome back oh, no. to hintses in the House. As you know by now, I hope that we are the hintses and this is our house.
1: Nothing has changed. since last week, <laughs> a, uh, month, a month and a half now. Nothing uh, has changed.
0: So today we are bringing up the discussion of first jobs. Ethan, tell me about your first job. That could be any timeline. It could be a job you had in so
1: technically middle
0: school. A job you had in. High school, adulthood, where, wherever. First job.
1: Technically, my first job was the child labor that my father, um, you know, got when I was born. Yes. That was technically my first job. As
0: most men
1: have. Right. Free, you know, free, free. I was working for free. Right. You know. Child labor. I guess, you know, he was paying for. Food and water and clothing. <laughs> right. and he
0: wasn't paying you in money, just right. in resources. In, in,
1: right. And in, yes, in a place to live and eat food. So <laughs> um, my legitimate first job legitimate, was with uh, Len, who was a mentor for me at church. He oversaw him and his wife, Natalie, oversaw the sound booth. And he was like a mentor, a direct mentor to me. And so in high school, I want to say, was when the job started, he he owned an air conditioning company in mm. South Florida. And so he hired me, you know, let me work with him um, on his jobs, which I was basically just a glorified lunch buddy. I, um, yeah, the biggest question of the day was usually, where are we going to eat today, Ethan? And <laughs> what do you want? What are we going to do? Like, are we going to go to... Boyo, or are we gonna go to oh, boyo. Rip. Publix, or
0: all these places in florida that don't exist up here yeah in the great white we, north. we got
1: we got a lot of pub subs yeah that was that was a pretty big staple in our working um environment but yeah i so he did ac so he did um ac for the church calvary that was like one mm. of his contracts he had so that entailed like not only it entailed calvary but it also entailed like a ton of other like calvary property and like calvary satellites and like calvary house like we serviced those apartments and that kind of stuff and then he obviously had like other
0: cider contracts with
1: you know local homeowners where we would go around and and then this was this was like a service month to month you know job like so for calvary we would go around and we would Um, replace all of the filters like once or twice a month and we would um, like take a little shop back and like suck out the drain lines to get any like slime that had built up and yeah just like that kind of stuff and like yeah we had like the filters obviously calvary like big old church so we had huge ac so it was like you know these huge ac units and we had this big pink roll of uh, ac filter that you would roll out and then cut it to size and then just stuff it in. Weird. Yeah, and it didn't have like a frame to it. Right. Um so that was your first But job. yeah, and there was a lot of stuff that I wasn't he didn't want me to do at first. He kinda got more comfortable with me doing it as I worked with him for a couple of years, but like um any like electric like any electrical mm-hmm. work, he was sure. very much like I will do the electrical work. I mean I had obviously never gone to school for this like he had gone to school for ac on his conscience (laughs) right and part of going i don't yeah i don't think that the voltages we were working with could have uh like killed you instantly like it would have hurt you but i don't think it was like you're dead there there were probably some like some of the bigger units that we worked with that maybe would have killed you but like a home unit if it was just like a little you know putting a a wire uh wire screw is that what they're wire nut something like that
0: someone with more experience remember. probably knows more than us
1: i didn't do a lot of electrical work so <laughs> i don't know much about it uh black wire that that kill you black and red wire
0: dot <laughs> <That> kill good
1: <laughs> um so he he did a lot of that and you know so like i said i was just kind of like there for
0: jokes. hanging out yeah
1: laughing there, there was one there for time the vibes. <laughs> there was one time we were replacing a compressor at uh, the Boca campus, I want to sure. say. Um, or was it Plantation? No, it was definitely not For those Plantation. of you
0: that don't know, Calvary Chapel Fort Lauderdale is a megachurch that Ethan was born and raised at, and... we we've
1: talked about Calvary before.
0: Kind of, sort of. They have, like, at least at the time that we left, they had 11 satellite campuses in various locations around Florida. So, yeah. when we say things like Boca and Plantation... And those sorts of places. They are other cities in Florida. <laughs>
1: right. So we were replacing a compressor, which, for anyone who doesn't know anything about AC units, which I would assume is probably a lot of people, yep. mm-hmm. compressor, it obviously compresses the air and what? it's for doing that. <laughs> but they're very, very heavy, mm-hmm. like very, very heavy. So we were on the roof of the building because that's where all the AC units were at uh, this place. And we had to get this compressor off the roof. And uh, we tied a rope around it and we were going to like lower it down because it was just going to be like awkward and big to try and like carry sure. down the ladder. So we were going to like just lower it down. So tied a rope around it. I like go and like kind of like lower it off the edge. It kind of like drops a little bit as it like makes it off. And so Len was holding the rope and it just went like, zzz, and he was like, zzz, like right through his hands. Oh. I mean, there was like smoke, not actual smoke, but I mean like, <laughs> cartoon like smoke. Yeah. Oh, and then man. it just kind of like, Fell to the ground. <laughs> and it was like, oh, good thing no one was underneath us because <laughs> Oh, <my gosh. laughs> that would have what a disaster stra- that was. Straight up murdered somebody oh, if that had happened. Yeah. Um. But luckily that didn't happen. It fell to the ground with a, a loud oh. crash. What about the state
0: of Len's hands?
1: <sighs> yeah, he uh he was not wearing gloves, yeah. so it was just and the rope was a little bit too thin. I think I we needed like a rope that was you know a thick boy. Yeah, a, a thick rope that you know. You could hold on to. He had a pretty thin rope at the time nice. that we were using. And so there wasn't a whole lot of grip. Oh. So it just like right it hurts down. hurts my hands and, to think about. Yeah. Apparently, I guess there was another time where they had a compressor on the roof, him and uh, Zershmeed, because he also worked with Zershmeed before he worked with me. And um, him and Zershmeed were, I think, also on the Boca roof and they were placing a compressor and they uh, just were over like a grassy area. So they were like, let's just throw it off. And so they... <laughs> Threw it off the edge, and I guess it like been kind of wet from like a rainstorm, and it just went like, <laughs> and, like into the ground. Oh, never saw it again. Oh!
0: <laughs> <laughs> it just disappeared like it went into a sinkhole. That's yeah, crazy.
1: Basically, so that was my first job. That was that was a really fun job, you know. Even okay. though I didn't really, it it was like almost a fake job, if you will. Like I would say, like he, yeah, it was just. I mean, it you was were kind of hanging doing out with Len. There was, yeah, there was. It was kind of learning a trade. Yep. I considered going to like AC school at one point, just because it was something that I was doing. So I was like, I could maybe like transition into doing it this. It would have been
0: pretty lucrative in South Florida had we stayed there.
1: Most likely, yeah. Um,
0: Not so much in South Dakota.
1: Right. Um, but yeah, it was just. It was also just hanging out with Len and having a good time with yeah. Len, and yeah. so I appreciate that. Um, I, had a, I had a really good time working with him for a long time. Both ends. Mm -hmm. Um, and then after that he did he did buy me a truck that i could start because i could yeah he got a second truck like a work truck that he like gave to me that i could use for jobs and man this truck was a piece of crap oh man i mean (laughs) i don't know what it was i'm not a car person so i don't know car sure um but you would it would take a long time to start like it the just mm. the starter for yeah. i don't know if it was a starter or the ignition or what it was but it wouldn't start properly you had to like give it a ton of gas and then like mm. finagle it and then it would start and it also had a problem where randomly you would like push the gas and it would just be like and like not go and then it was only like and, like go oh, man so it was it was a pretty terrible truck it was it was not i mean i made it work you know you yeah. just you know there were times where i would be like my truck is not starting. I'm, and then like five ten minutes later, it would start, and I'd be like, "Okay, here we go. Like, let's go." <laughs> so <laughs> um, that was that job. Yeah. Or then have to go from there. After that, I got a job at Starbucks. Starbucks mm. in a Macy's. <laughs> First off, Macy's. If you're watching this, I hate you. Okay. And... Okay.
0: Simmer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I'd never have stepped foot in a Macy's to shop i've maybe walked through them in a mall i will
0: say like can confirm like ethan we go to the mall we will never park at a macy's entrance we will yeah. never go like I, if macy's is having a sit macy's was such like...
1: macy's was a terrible employer right terrible so this is terrible like, employer. it was a
0: licensed starbucks it was a right. starbucks it wasn't within macy's, it wasn't starbucks right. from
1: what i've heard starbucks is a great employer i mean there are obviously stories of people that have had terrible experiences at starbucks but from what i've heard starbucks offers you know pretty good pay pretty good benefits to mm-hmm. full and part-time employees like yeah there's a lot of nonsense you deal with being a starbucks employee but overall i've heard starbucks is a pretty good place to work maybe other macy's are different but my experience with this macy's was just terrible i i, I liked the people i worked with like i didn't have any issue with my co-workers and right. you know you 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 met a lot of people that worked at the mall because like a lot of people that worked in like pax or Forever 21 or wherever, they would come to Starbucks in the morning and like get a drink or throughout the day. So you would like learn to like, yeah, you know, learn the other mall employees and you'd kind of like develop, you know, a pseudo friendship more so just like, oh yeah, you're getting a double shot espresso with, you know, half a pump of syrup. Like there were, there were also certain people who would um, come enough and they would like request a specific person to make them a drink. Hmm. Like I had a couple of people that would come and. They'd be like, "Oh, have him make the drink for me because the way I like the way he makes it versus the way you make it because there's a little bit of slight variation, obviously. You know, like when I was making drinks, my drinks probably were all very, very similar, but like all my cappuccinos might have been a little bit different than like
0: all of someone else's
1: cappuccinos. Right? Exactly. So there were certain people. There was this one guy, (laughs) this really nice old guy. He uh, came in like almost every day, and he would always want like a double shot espresso." just the espresso and i think he wanted like a little bit of like like foam on top like little dollop of foam on top but he didn't want a lid on his drink so he wanted just the espresso cup but he didn't want a lid and it was against policy, policy to, to hand out without lid, drinks right. without a lid so he'd be like just give it to me i'm like i can't like i got to put a lid on and he'd like take the lid off and like throw it away immediately <laughs> and i'm like look man like it's not it's not me like right. i i would give you the drink i whatever but yeah. like if I handed that out and then he spilled it on himself and then decided to sue Starbucks, they'd right. like come after me. So I don't think that he would have done that, but it was just like a it was a thing. Like yeah, my, but... my manager was there one day and he's like, You have to put a lid on that drink, Ethan. I was like, Okay, I'll put a lid no on lid it. On but it. he always tells me no lid and then he goes and like downs it and then throws a cup away <laughs> too. Like he knows what he wants, he gets it like
0: Might as well just give it to him in like a glass cup and then just shoot it back and send it, it on its way.
1: Basically. Um so I I enjoyed working in the coffee shop sure. atmosphere, I
0: feel like you and I could have a whole separate podcast about <laughs> coffee shop experiences. Um, <laughs> Carry but on.
1: like I said, it was only Macy's was mm-hmm. was the problem. Macy's mm-hmm. just was a terrible, terrible, terrible.
0: Cannot stress that enough.
1: Employer, um, like for example, <laughs> at our <laughs> um, the food that yes. like we would throw out at the end of we would throw we would like dump out tons of coffee like because we had to change out our coffee like every half an hour yep. so you'd have like basically a full pot if especially in the middle of the day you go just ching 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 like dollar signs like flying, <laughs> flying down the drains you know and we had food that had little dates and if you didn't yeah so that would get thrown out at the end of the night so this one girl she would take it in a bag and like give it to like a homeless guy who like was around yeah and long story short at the end of my employment with starbucks a ton of people got fired for stealing because they were like taking this food and like giving it away to people and so like the sweetest girl that i worked with like such a nice person just like super kind she got fired because she was called a thief by macy's it wasn't starbucks it was macy's yeah and like just like a ton of people got fired and it was like really bad and so that was the point where i was like This is not an environment I want to continue working in. So I put in my two weeks and quit at that point. Yeah. Um,
0: I think at the time, too, you were transitioning into your job at Calvary. Yeah, I was working part-time
1: at Calvary at the time, too. And Calvary was offering me more hours, like full-time employment, essentially. Um, But I I really liked my uh, manager, Nathan, I believe his name was. was. Wasn't it Nick? Was it Nick? It might. It was. It might have been Nicholas. It was, Nick. it was either Nicholas or Nathan, and it was Nick or Nate. I can't remember. Um, but he he was a nice guy, kind of aloof at times. Don't tell
0: that that one story. That was so
1: funny. There was one time <laughs> where he comes into work, and uh, he was you know just doing whatever in 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 the um, behind the counter, just doing drinks or whatever. And I think he was actually putting caulking down along one oh, of sure. our. Uh, seams and he had his t-shirt tucked into his pants but he had tucked his t-shirt into his underwear so he's like bending over and his pants like would ride down a little bit which would be fine because his shirt was tucked in but it was tucked into his underwear so it was like haynes underwear is like (laughs) like this much showing out you know and he's bending over and i'm like hey nick you're shirt, because everyone's just kind of like laughing about it. I'm like, tell this poor guy, like, (laughs) he looks like an idiot right now. So I'm like, Nick, your shirt is tucked into your underwear. And he's like, oh, sorry about that, Ethan. And so he um
0: goes to adjust. it. He like
1: untucks and like, or he doesn't, he like goes to adjust it or something, but he doesn't really fix the problem. And I'm just like, okay, like I told him, but he's not really fixing the problem. And then a second later, he like makes some like plumbers crack joke. Like, I think he thought that, like, his butt was showing, essentially. And I was like, (laughs) I literally went, no, Nick, (laughs) your shirt is tucked into your underwear. And your underwear is, like, riding up like your beefy Hanes are just (laughs) hanging in the breeze right now. Like, everyone in line is seeing your underwear as you're bending over. So he was, he was like. A character. I, I didn't see him that, that much because he didn't. Managed... You say that
0: he was like, oh yeah, it happens.
1: <laughs> yeah, so he was like real nonchalant. He's like, oh, that happens, and like then he fixed it. Like you know, after that, but like, like it was that doesn't just... just happen. You it intentionally was... tuck your. Well, I shirt don't think into he intended Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was tucking his. I'm sure he just thought he was tucking it <sighs> into his pants between his underwear and his pants, and he just went into the Too underwear. Funny. Yeah, but there what was a guy. There was some other stuff. Like I found a uh, oh, yeah. a dead lizard one time in the ice Blah. ice ice maker, and so I called. You know, the man, I don't know if it was Nick or just a supervisor at the time. And I was like, I like, hoping I'm like, there's a dead lizard in here. It's like a little baby lizard, like that big, yeah. but he had clearly died long before and somehow made it in there. Cause he was like kind of decomposed. And I was like, this is nasty. Like we got like, to yeah. Right. I was like, we got to do something. And the person was like, uh, we'll just like scoop out a. Bo-. so he just scooped out like a big section of it, which presumably it was probably okay but in my mind i was like we got to like take every yeah yeah, yeah. like Clean get the all the ice thing, out yeah. wipe the whole thing down like and you just know scoop a section and they just scooped out a big section i was like good to go i was like okay i will not be getting ice <laughs> drinks here anymore
0: <laughs> yeah that changes that So
1: Damn. that was kind of like a you know a weird experience but like i said uh, overall overall if you're going to take anything away from this story Screw you, Macy's. I hate you, and I never will set foot in your store again.
0: And that's on that.
1: Yes. Then I got hired by the FAA. Then I got hired by Calvary, Calvary. which can be a...
0: We can have a whole different podcast I mean, about yeah. our time at Calvary. Anyway. That was a time. Yeah. Um, and then you got hired by the FAA. And that's my current job. And that's why we are up here. And there's that. My first job, so also child labor, I'm an only child, so my mom would just, like, make me do stuff. But she also paid me for it. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of a job. It would be like, hey, go wash my car. I'll give you 20 bucks. <laughs> Great. She'd be like... Uh, See,
1: we got to wash the car because it was fun to wash the yeah, car. Yeah, no, no. No, no, no. like, soap and buckets and water and sponge fights. Had and had spray and... Yeah, that's true. We had, like... Motivation. It was, like, all of us boys and... Right. I don't know, Savannah and Gus, maybe, too, so...
0: So it would be that, it would be like, hey, you want to weed with me in the garden? I'll give you 20 bucks. I'd be like, great. Like everything, (laughs) everything was 20 bucks. I didn't get, I got a weekly like allowance for doing normal things, like keeping my room relatively clean and taking out the trash, like those kinds of stuff. And then on on top of that, my mom would like just give me random jobs that gave me 20 bucks, which was great. Um, But I wouldn't consider that any sort of building work ethic. Like I knew how to take out the trash. Like I didn't, you know, I knew how to weed a garden. I didn't know how to like, do practical life things. Um, And then when I went to, when I moved to Florida, so I tried, I went on my 16th birthday. I went around the mall and put in applications like everywhere. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it was actually 15 because that was in North Carolina when you could get a job. So I like, I tried and I literally just like could not get a job. It wasn't happening. I would like give them the application. I would call back and follow up and like it just, nobody wanted to hire me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I ended up then going, when I moved to Florida, then I was in school full time. And I was like, I can't do a job right now. And my mom was like, that's fine. Like I'll pay for your school while you're in school, focus on your studies, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it wasn't until my second year of Ocean's Edge when I was in a weird like apartment situation where the apartment was more money then my mom like my mom could only pay one either my living expenses or my rent and so then I had to get a job for that reason and so my first job was I was 17 and it was this place called Houston's uh, uh, uh. Yes.
1: only been inside one time you went there I've been inside one time I maybe ate there I don't remember
0: huh we were not together when I was working there so. no
1: it was it was with uh if I went it was with like Gus and Amanda and Natalie and Len and Travis. It's a
0: very, like, swanky place. Right. Um, I technically wasn't even supposed to get an interview. So their interview process at the time was, like, you go in, you apply in person. They have, like, open interviews, if you will, from 2 to 4, like, Monday through Thursday or something like that. And so you were supposed to go in, apply, and then if they deemed you worthy, like, then you would have an interview right there on the spot. And I had on, like, a nice, like sweater tank like i looked professional i had like a sweater tank and a pair of shorts but like both of those were apparently a no-go later i found out after they gave me the interview and hired me anyway um so that was my first job i only worked three days a week it was like sunday tuesday friday something like that um very good money because it was very swanky place it was on the intercoastal Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: um but they had like a dress code uh, for both like employees and patrons, crazy. what would
1: you describe the Intercoastal as?
0: It's like a second ocean. It's not okay. So there's the ocean, and then there's like a strip of land, and then on the other side of that land, there's the right. Intercoastal. It's like
1: a like a street for boats. Sure, I would put it that way to get to the ocean. Yeah, essentially, I'd put it that and way. I sure. guess a little bit of traversing. I was meeting with Brett this morning, and he asked. I said the Intercoastal, and he was like what's the intercoastal and I was like the... it's the intercoastal <laughs> like I yeah. never thought to describe right. it because everyone I've talked For to those just that don't, know what yeah. an intercoastal is because in Florida, Florida it's, it's, just, it's just the intercoastal right. like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's just
0: so it's like not the ocean it's like there's the ocean and then there's land but and I don't then there's know a body right of water, I don't know and, the and the then there's like ma- the mainland
1: other than I would assume the purpose is people who live on the intercoastal can have a boat put the boat in and it's easier to then just drive your boat to the ocean rather sure. than take your boat on a like a trailer, and right. then you know, or on dock it somewhere the... else, or you know that. Kind right, of you'd thing. have to dock it on the ocean, right? Which would be very difficult because. Well,
0: you could. I mean, you still dock it. There's, there's like marinas and bays and stuff that you would dock it. It's just, it's right, kind of like th- boarding a horse. So you those... don't keep it in your backyard, right? I feel like those you typically put it come a through the intercoastal
1: or something. Like, anyways, off topic. I just that's the
0: intercoastal. <laughs> So, um it was essentially located right on the wa- on a body of water. People would come in off the boat all the time. And so because of that, Houston's had this dress code of like men could wear tank tops, but they had to have a certain width on their shoulder and it had to be a hemmed sleeve. It couldn't be like cut off and there was no hats allowed and no flip-flops like well, no hats. Maybe maybe flip-flops. No hats. No, it was like a whole thing. Like inside, like cuz we had an outdoor dining area. And so things were a little bit different out there, but for the most part um, yeah, very strict for patrons, um, even more strict for employees. I had to wear all black. I had to wear a blazer. Um, I had to wear a belt and like thing. I was very fortunate at the time that I could just put all my hair up in a ponytail, but otherwise like hair had very specific requirements. I had to wear makeup. Um, it was very intense. And the inside of this place was dark, like physically, like the room was very dark and it was right. kept pretty chilly as well because... that
1: intimate atmosphere. Yeah,
0: it just... It, it, was, it ended up making a very depressing time. <laughs> um, they played, obviously, the same music all the time. And it was just, like, boat music. And they had kind of an open kitchen wall. And so um, you could kind of see the people cooking and that kind of stuff. It was. I was a hostess. Um, we did a lot more than we got credit for. But, uh, yeah. And we didn't get tips. We got tip share. Which is yeah. another thing that I thought was, like, kind of um, unfair for the servers. But also kind of not. So as far as I knew, servers kept 100% of their cash tips. And then like eighty percent of their credit card tips, and then twenty percent of that went into tip share, which then got split between right. servers and which hostesses. Which I feel like that's
1: uh, kind of a common practice. It's, which it's... like
0: because serving wage in Florida at the time, at least at Houston's, was like four seventy five, and yeah. hostesses were also making four seventy five. So yeah. it was like you had to have tip share in order to like survive. But right. for three days a week, every week I was making like a hundred dollars, which really wasn't bad. You sure. know, comparatively, like outside of my my paycheck, right? Um, yeah,
1: especially when you're a college kid who your expenses are paid by your parents, right. and the extra money is just extra money. Like it's right. not for living. Well, at the time,
0: you know. it was for food. Like it wasn't for rent. I could right. not have lived that way and paid rent. <laughs> right. Um, but um, I mean, essentially, four hundred dollars a month for food was great.
1: Oh, yeah. Plenty, um, plenty of money first one person.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Food and anything else that I wanted to do that was fun. But that job only lasted about three months because then I wasn't as involved in school activities because I always had to work. And so mm-hmm. my mom was like, why am I paying for you to go to school if you can't do the things yeah,
1: I Yeah, why am I paying for you to go to school? Well? <laughs>
0: if you ever talk to her, that is what she sounds like. <laughs> Just kidding. Debatable. Don't, mom, don't come after me. <laughs> um, So... Yeah, she was just frustrated that she was paying for me to go to school and I wasn't allowed, like, I wasn't able to be involved in, like, the artist shows and that kind of stuff because I was working. Mm -hmm. So, quit that after three months and then at the end of my second year of Ocean's Edge, my mom, like, literally just gave me $500 and said, good luck. And that was it. And I was like, what the heck am I supposed to do? I just went to a worship school. I I can't do anything. Help. Um, And then I right after that got hired at Calvary. It was kind of this, uh, ocean's edge at the time had a policy of like, well, you can't stay in the apartments if you're not going to do anything, that kind of thing of like, you're not going to just be a freeloader here for the summer. You have to have a job. And so I kind of got a side gig doing like VBS with Calvary, which was like right at the beginning of summer. And so that enabled me to stay in the apartments. And then I was just, I mean, it was, we were down to the wire when I got some random gig to run pro presenter for The K through twelve school on Calvary's campus and then the head video engineer called me (laughs) and then I got a job at Calvary and worked there for another two years. But in that time too, I also got a job at Express very briefly. Um, that was a weird situation. I think I only worked there for like two weeks. I got the job, like they interview all that, hired, and then we were
1: together at this point. Mm -hmm they were i feel like they weren't giving you hours
0: they weren't giving me hours they didn't have like any shifts for me and they had this system that was like if i was scheduled for a call in shift so i had to call in to see if they needed me rather mm. than them calling to like you know from their perspective it was like it's right. just easier if you're scheduled for a call in if you call but then it was this weird like i can't make plans cuz i might be working so it was just weird. And I think for like a week and a half, I was doing my call-in shifts and I wasn't getting any of them. And so finally I was like, dude, what the heck? Like I called them. I was like, I cannot do this anymore. And they're like, well, we didn't really like need you. <laughs> I was like, why did you hire me? Like, what the heck? So I quit that job. And then I got a job at, cause Calvary I think was, it was, it was full time, but it was just not enough at the time. Like for what I was.
1: Was it full time? I think so. Maybe it was like 30 hours, 35 Something hours. Something like that.
0: It wasn't, oh, you know what? It was probably just video and not theater yet. Right. Yeah. So again, different podcast. But um, I needed a supplemental income. So after Express, like just right after Express is when I got the job at Big Louie's. <laughs> and so I worked at this pizza I place. I loved
1: when you worked at Big Louie's because <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I got free pizza.
0: <laughs> Technically, we were supposed to have. Big Louie's pizza. It's so good. I Listen. love the
1: Pumani Brothers pizza and yep. Big Louie's pizza. If you ever go to Florida...
0: Peroni Brothers is in Pennsylvania. Peroni
1: Brothers and Big Louie's. which have I have think Peroni Brothers
0: originated in Philly. I don't care. I want to say they're they're in Florida. I'm just saying for people that are like, that's not where it's from.
1: Well, and they had they made uh, New York style pizza, I mm-hmm, believe, mm-hmm. like the big slices yeah. that you could fold in Thicker half. than my I face. don't do that. They were that's so good. That's because you eat
0: pizza like a weirdo. Anyway, when you live in upstate New York for any amount of time, you live in New York for any amount of time. If you don't fold your pizza, you just you just
1: forego your right like to you be just a human enjoy being. Enjoy everything. Slowly, okay. I don't need to shove it down my face. <laughs> Clearly, you never lived in New York. <laughs>
0: um, so I worked at Big Louie's. It was this place, little like pizza place on the corner. There was a subway next to it and a gas station. It was just like hole in the wall pizza place. And I had been there like several times when I was in OE because it was right at the corner of like our apartment and um, how to get to church. So I'd been there several times. I was familiar with the establishment. I loved their pizza. They would have like a two for five slices and great pizza. So I applied, got a job there. It was a miserable job. Like the perks were the pizza, obviously. Um, And technically I got like two free slices a day and I was supposed to eat, like have them and eat them there, but the owners didn't super care. And so Mm -hmm. I just like took them and left. But I think from the very beginning, like they made it up in their minds that I was incompetent. like and they didn't like the owners they didn't want to be my friend so it was like a guy his name was nick and i think it was his dad's shop or something like it was like family owned so he was like the owner and then his his girlfriend and they were you know this like couple and they you know they hired me like they went through the process and hired me and they were always like civil um polite even but they weren't like nice like they weren't like they didn't want they didn't want to be friendly there's this one girl that i worked with there elsa um and she was foreign of some kind and she was a very lovely human and we had a good time as friends and i would have made but, some
1: joke but i don't know what the fictional
0: frozen hello
1: yeah i don't know what the fictional land they lived in was arendelle oh so okay, if you if you anyway. said she was foreign i would have been like oh was she from arendelle <laughs> but I didn't know what the city was, so I couldn't make the joke.
0: Oh, man. Write it back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she was nice, and she was, you know, she'd work hard and that kind of thing, but then also, and then there was one guy, he was a delivery guy, and he was nice and also grumpy. Like, he was grumpy because he was a delivery guy in south florida <laughs> like i think that just comes with the territory it's hot and it's he gross and nice pee right and then he was just but then he was also like never mean to me for any reason um so it was just like a five person operation including me but there were some things that were just kind of like sketchy like a health inspector came in and i didn't have like proper paperwork or something so they told me to just like hide in the back which was just weird at some point um to be
1: hired you didn't have a proper pay- paperwork so i had
0: proper paperwork to be hired but not to be
1: Oh, like, like I didn't have like a, some certification
0: that I needed to, I don't know. That, that was weird.
1: Hide in the back. Um,
0: but most of it wasn't like, it was mostly to go. Like nothing was really um, like in house service. Like there was some people that would sit and eat. It was a very small dining room, right. but it was primarily like to go. And so like Nick would make the pizzas. I don't even, I couldn't even tell you what I did really. Like, I don't think that they trusted us enough to do anything, but we would be able to top pizza by the slice because that was separate. Like it was pre-made and then like sliced and then you would put your toppings on and put it in like a little extra cheese and put it back in the oven. So I was able to do that and then slice pizzas as they came out of the oven and then get sodas. That was pretty much it. So it wasn't like too much to do, but they also didn't give me a lot to do. And so I remember like just feeling not, the environment itself was just not like great. It was kind of toxic. And so, just did feeling you like. Know that you're toxic? I just want everyone to know that he didn't know that song until a week ago. Um, uh,
1: I definitely knew that song okay. a long time ago. <laughs> so. What did we do a week ago that would have. We
0: were talking about Britney Spears. That's a whole thing. We don't have time for that. So. Hashtag free Britney. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. So.
1: So this podcast was, from here on out will be a free Britney podcast where we'll be discussing not Britney Spears and her conservatorship. Conservatorship. We will and, not be doing
0: that. Uh, so when it was time for me to leave that job, because I was like just burnt out on it. And then Calvary wasn't giving me more hours, but I was like, I can't do this anymore. Um, I literally went to give them my two weeks. I was like, hey, just want to let you know, like, I'm here to put in my two weeks notice. Like it was that, it was that shift. The like, end of that why shift. Why wait? Literally, he was like, well, today can be your last day. And I was like okay, bye. (laughs) Like, he just was really ready to get rid of me. And I still don't know why. It's not like I was... I don't know. I didn't, like, drop pizza or I wasn't, like, incompetent. I showed up on time for all my shifts. Like, I just...
1: It might have just been, like, a... They weren't, like, making enough money to justify hiring you. But they didn't have, like, a good reason to fire you. It probably was, like, a... We're not gonna fire this girl, but... We also, like, don't need her, per yeah. se, so if she wants to quit, that's fine, but we're not going to fire. It could have been something like that. Who knows? All, so, all that to say, all the terrible bosses to say, that Jack Chu... Let me tell you. Jack Chu... What a guy. And Judy Boudreaux? Yes. Judy Boudreaux oh, and gosh. Jack Chu were...
0: Best bosses of my two of life. The, I haven't had many
1: bosses, but they were two of the greatest yeah. bosses I've ever had. Mm-hmm. They were mm-hmm. super kind, super helpful, just super wonderful yep. people. Like I really loved working for both. They went of them. above and
0: beyond in mentorship, not yeah. just like right. in right. this is your job. Like they did, they did job and they did training and they did practical. But then yeah. they also did like above and beyond of like yeah. I care about like, your well-being. Like Jack
1: Chu did a lot of. Uh, he essentially did our premarital, pre-marital counseling. Yeah, and then he officiated our wedding. Yeah, like that's like the level of you know intimacy yep. you we had with our boss yeah and like he he was great and yeah judy she was super wonderful in the theater like she she was someone who like kind of she like she trusted us like she would say like hey i need this project done get it done and then she was hands off for the most part it was like it's a good boss right there yeah like she she was great he was great they were wonderful people even though i don't necessarily agree with all of the calvary cogs and machines that were and some of the stuff that happened was kind of like sketchy in my opinion for a church to be doing that different that aside (laughs) different time that aside they were wonderful yeah i loved working for them and working for a boss like them and then we
0: moved up here because of ethan's job so he got a job are we gonna keep going because we just have like a little bit
1: we're at 35 minutes
0: oh man i know um So he got a job as an air traffic controller, which is why we moved up here Four jobs, right? Exactly. First, all of the jobs I've had until this point. How about that? Um, but we moved up here. I started working at a coffee shop. I didn't drink coffee at the time. Then I started drinking coffee because reasons. Um, Mm -hmm. I worked at Caribou Coffee, fun environment, good coworkers, fast pace. Things that I didn't agree with were rude AF customers and no bathroom breaks. So I was like, I'm out. So I worked there for like nine months and then I went to Target. The reasons I left Target were terrible management. Um, Great job. Loved that job. Mechanically loved that job. My coworkers were great. I didn't get to spend a lot of time with them. I wish I got more. Um, Corporately, I didn't feel like there was too many issues with Target necessarily. It's just management was like, do my job and I'll get paid for it. And I was like, we are not doing that. Goodbye. Left that and then went to work at Josiah's here in town. Um, which was great initially, and like coffee shop, that is like the coffee shop atmosphere that, you know, that you wish for. I wish it was – I still wish that it was more coffee shop and less restaurant. It's kind of split 50-50, mm-hmm. and the restaurant is not something that I really wanted to be into, but I loved making coffee. I loved the regulars. Um, all my coworkers, for the most part, save for one, basically, were excellent, um, great experience. I was getting ready to leave Josiah's because – There ended up being a toxic relationship between manager and like, or owner, I should say, and coworker that was just bleeding into everything and making everyone's lives miserable. And I was like, this is it. This is the thing I cannot live with. I must go. But I had a friend who knew more than I did who said, wait, wait for your two weeks. (laughs) And I said, okay. And it turns out that the owner sold. And I said, that solves all my problems because he's gone and this nasty coworker is gone. And my life is great. And so-
1: Take that, nasty coworker. um,
0: you know who you are. You're not listening to this. I don't oh, care. Geez, this is
1: personal. <laughs> you hate Macy's. I hate Macy's. <laughs> I want to be very clear because I think I'm still friends with some of my co-workers. What? Yeah, on Facebook. What? <laughs> yeah. I really, really liked most of my co-workers. I don't think there were any co-workers that I actively disliked or actively was like, I don't want to work with this person. Oh,
0: let me be clear. I liked every single one of my co-workers at, at Josias, save for this one person okay. and anyone who worked on. at Josiah's need to be
1: bad. This is not what this while I was is there
0: about. can, we'll know who I'm talking about.
1: The only podcast, the only reason we're going to bash people is if it's Macy's.
0: <laughs> so all of that to say, Josiah's changed hands. And I was like, this is great. And the new owners were lovely people. Um, I worked with them for about three months until just shortly before the world shut down, which is just kind of crazy. The original owner got the heck out, had a really good time. Um, and then the world shut down and I was quitting in that time for other reasons. And so I just never went back. And and now I have two also awesome jobs in ministry again um, that mm-hmm. I love. So that's that. That's on first jobs and second and third and fourth jobs. And more just jobs after that. Keeping it going forever. Yeah. We should revisit that Calvary. The, we should have a whole like Calvary Jobs podcast because that was, yeah. man, some like of like retrospectively of podcasts retrospectively uh probably like best job at the time i don't think i felt that way but retrospectively i'm like man oh, those I were loved like at the time really really good jobs yeah both of them so okay well All that's right. it
1: well enjoy the rest of your day
0: think about your first job was it good was it terrible think about the job you have now if it's something you can't live with leave
1: if it was macy's i I understand that it sucks and if you think it's great are you a psychopath
0: (laughs) this comes back to if monopoly is your favorite game ethan's not your friend anymore if
1: if your favorite game is monopoly and your favorite store is macy's
0: please never speak to ethan again (laughs) me (laughs) if you know you know okay all right bye